Welcome to A Friend of Mine, a series of conversations with some incredible and inspiring women in business from regional and rural Australia. I'm Kimberly Finesse, your host and the founder and editor of Oak Magazine, and I cannot wait to introduce you to some amazing female entrepreneurs who will share with you their experience and knowledge of what it takes to start, grow and scale a successful business. So let me introduce you to a friend of mine. It's time to explore our own backyard in this special travel episode to Yarrigan in West Gippsland, Victoria. With an unmistakable village feel, glorious heritage buildings and a deluge of shops to potter and browse, Yarrigan's charms extend well beyond a leg stretch on the highway. Just 90 minutes east of Melbourne, Yarrigan is a place where you can slow down and recharge the batteries and enjoy a really good dose of country calm. The town is home to vibrant laneway cafes, cosy brunch nooks, coffee roasters and providors heaving with local delicacies. Meet my friends, Christy Plumridge, who recently moved from Melbourne to West Gippsland and owns the Ridge House and Green Hills Farm, and Joe Waswinkle, who is a born and bred West Gippslandian and owns Town and Country Gallery. Christy and Joe share with us their startup stories, how the town has coped with COVID, and share all the best places to stay, eat, shop, and explore in Yarrigan. Meet my friends, Christy and Joe. Hello, Christy and Joe, and welcome to our special tourism episode. Hi, Kimberly. Great Hi, Kimberly. to be here. Oh my gosh, it is so fabulous to have two voices on the other end of the podcast. I've only ever done that once before, and I feel like everyone will know who's who by the end. But how about we just sort of give an intro? Um, Christy, could you just introduce yourself um, and what business you represent? Yes. Um, well, I'm new to the area, relatively new. We we sort of landed in uh, this patch of Gippsland, West Gippsland in 2015, uh, buying a 150-acre farm, which is now called Green Hills Farm. So it's a working family farm up in Yarrigan South. And we also own the property next door and have turned that into a beautiful Airbnb on a 70-acre property uh, called The Ridge House. Oh, absolutely beautiful. Um, I've seen photos of all of this on Instagram and I think that's exactly how I fell in love with your account, Christy, was, uh, yeah, the imagery to begin with. Uh, and yourself, Joe, are you new or are you a stalwart of Gippsland? No, I'm a local born and bred Gippslandian. So, um, yes, born in Warrigal and schooled in the area. I only really left the region to study and travel then returned and married a local dairy farmer and from our top paddock we could see views right across the Western Port Bay and after milking we'd go to the beach at Inverloch for fish and chips. Then we moved to our dairy farm at um, Nayook where we um, had views of the Mount Borbors and there was lots of um, remnant um, old growth forest on our, on our property. Um, it would actually snow a couple of times a year. Um, art and design has always been in my veins and that's what I studied and worked in the, in that um, area. And I, while I was farming, I also worked in Yarrigan at the beautiful town and country gallery. And in 2004, 17 years ago, John and I took over the gallery and we've been the proud owners and operators ever since. Oh, beautiful. Now we are talking about Gippsland today and Gippsland is just 
huge. You know, you take up a massive chunk of our state uh, down in that bottom uh, right-hand corner. Uh, Did you just want to talk me through, you know, what is Gippsland? What different areas do we have? And what makes it such a special place to visit? You're absolutely right, Kimberly. Gippsland is huge. It's it can be compared to like the size of Switzerland, so um, it's it's large and diverse. And you can be here in seventy minutes in Warrigal, or you can keep travelling ten hours and be in Malakuta. So we're sort of made up of the east and the south, central, and where we are located is West Gippsland. And growing up in the um, region, we were a very outdoors family. Um, My father was a fly fisherman and we would go camping, bushwalking, cross-country skiing. We'd head over to the coast and um, look in the rock pools at Walkerville and have many summer holidays at Wilson's Prom and Waratah Bay. So, um, yeah, it's full of diversity and our region of Borbor, particularly Yarrigan, we're only an hour to the snow, an hour to the beach, an hour to Melbourne and just over an hour and a bit to the beautiful river region of East Gippsland. So it's a wonderful place to live. And it's a great place to base yourself when you're coming to visit. It's actually quite remarkable. Like when you both describe that um especially you joe like having grown up and you're saying you're an hour from this and that like i feel Mm. like you would generally need a passport for all of that do you know what i mean like (laughs) you know you're off to the snow for a weekend that's you know a travel or getting on a flight but you're saying like everything's within driving like a nice driving distance all you have to do is check the forecast in the morning. Like my two sons, they check the snow report if they want to go up skiing or they check what the waves are doing over on the coast or, yeah, you, you can really plan your day by the weather forecast. There's always something to do. And for you, Christy, like what attracted you to, to that area? Well, um, we were looking to buy a farm, my husband and I, and our, at the time we had um, young uh, teenage kids. And we just had drawn a radius around our uh, home in queue of 90 minutes. And that's kind of how we started, sort of. So we, we actually did start looking out at places um, in the Western District and um, out in the, the Southern District. And then my mum lives in uh, Meetung, which is in East Gippsland. So we drive up the highway and past Yarrigan all the time. It's the first stop that you come across the highway um, when you're driving into Gippsland. And so we did the obligatory stop for our coffee, stop for lunch. And then my husband was looking up the real estate section and came across the farm up the hills. And of course, when you drive down the freeway and you look towards these hills of Yarrigan in this old Streslecki Ranges area, you see these beautiful bubolic green rolling hills and you always wonder what is up there but of course we'd never traveled up there and one day we did to come and see this property and we drove up this windy road up through the you know turns from bitumen into unmade road and drive through some old farm gates and came into a beautiful 150 acre rolling hill property and we immediately fell in love and that's kind of how we ended up here. Yeah. And like, have you got farming in you, Christy? Or like, is, you know, uh, did you just know what you were doing? <laughs> <laughs> no, is the answer. And um, I think that's the, the funny thing about it is that 
my husband and I have zero farming um, in our in our bloodlines. It was just a sort of a dream. I guess a lot of people dream about that lifestyle of having having a farm, or people dream about lifestyles having wineries. Um, we just wanted to create something for us as we, you know, our life moves and our change and our kids will move out of home. I mean, our kids are now 16 and 19. Um, and now we've just created this space that we can um, now move in and have this sort of second half of our life adventure. So, yeah, it's been a complete learning curve for us. But we just worked with local community and asked a lot of questions of people who know more than us and, yes, just step-by-step created something. And that's the trick, isn't it, to always surround yourself with people who know more than yourself. That's the way to do it, really. And might I add, Christy has brought a breath of fresh air to our town of Yarragon and our business group. Um, We really appreciate all the ideas and marketing knowledge that she brings. And yeah, her and Neil are creating a really beautiful property and a very sophisticated country stay offering. So um, they've been welcomed with open arms. And Joe, do you have a small community? Like, does it feel like that? in Yarragon? Um, Yes, it certainly does. Well, when we were um, farming, our little um, communities of Puong East and out in the Neerim district area, um, local communities all pull together and help each other through hard times, that's for sure. And particularly during the COVID lockdowns, um, the idea of that small community feel and everybody supporting each other, that was really prevalent. Um, yeah, particularly um, in 2020, um, yeah, I was able to just operate the business through the side door selling locally grown flowers and people like Christy would come along and from the correct distance, we would just have a little bit of a hello and how are you and um, it just helped with my mental health and just um, the community as a whole in ways that they could showed support. So that's what I love about small communities. And Christy, like how did you find moving into a small community? Like obviously I can tell by now it's it's an opening one at Yarragon, but, you know, were you a little bit conscious of that coming in at all, like having come from the city? I think 100% we were conscious of that because I think that was a cornerstone of uh, our family moving here was to make sure whatever we do was with community in focus and community in mind and and, and the environment in mind. So we just didn't want to come in here and build a property compound that no one could access. Um, We really wanted to work with the community, open our space to the community and be part of something to, to build a new lifestyle, to build new friendships, to build new knowledge. You just can't do that in isolation. No, not at all. And the other thing is I know you wear quite a few hats in the Aragon as well. So, you know, obviously you've started two businesses, but, you know, you're also collaborating with so many business owners. Uh, Could you take us through a couple of those special things that you're doing? Yes. Um, well, it's interesting too what Joe said before because I do sit now on the Yarrigan Business Association, um, you know, because part of what I believe is championing 
our area and what we have to do. And so I have some skills that we can bring in, bring into that. And, um, yeah, it's just I stepped straight into this and I was a bit nervous stepping onto this Yarragon Business Association. But everyone just opened their arms and it's been a really great um, experience to meet and work with locals and understand what are the issues that uh, that I probably hadn't really thought about being a, a city person prior. And might I add, um, Christy coming in has made us all look at things through fresh eyes because I think as locals, you often tend to take your offering for granted. And um, particularly the last couple of years, we haven't been able to get out and about. And I think when you're not leaving your own area, often um, the beauty that you see every day and just the people that you see every day, you really, you do take it for granted. And Christy's been able to come in and say, hey, guys, you know, you've got all of this around you and let's let's find a way to market it and share it with the world. So really got a lot to thank her for for that. It is a very delicate balance, though, uh, coming into those things. I feel that, you know, sometimes you could be faced, Christy, with a, you know, but this is the way we've done it always. And Absolutely. Then, yeah, yeah, and then, Joe, you're probably like, well, what are all these ideas? There's nothing wrong with what we're doing. I mean, <laughs> oh know. no, I've been very, very welcome of Christie's new ideas. Um, yeah, it, it, um, it does. It just, you know, and it's even like um, with the um, the last couple of years of lockdown, we've all had to really reevaluate what we're doing, how we're doing it, and um, how we can share ourselves and what we do with the rest of the world. So Christie's mm. marketing and digital background has um, really helped us expand. And I think, you know, the, the years ahead, we're just going to open and grow more and more thanks to her input. Oh, that must but, be so nice to hear. Uh, it's so <laughs> lovely to hear. It really is. I mean, I, I feel quite blessed that I've been welcomed with such open arms. But the other business that I've, I've volunteered for is something called Creative Harvest, which is a, a local um, edible open food gardening weekend that's run in January. And our farm was part of it last year. And uh, as I was part of that, I got to know the one of our neighbours is the chair chairwoman of the committee. And she came speak to me saying, would you like to join the committee? And that committee has been established for about five years and does have a set way of doing things when you're talking about when you're trying to work in with a community group. And I did have some challenges when I stepped onto that committee because I, you know, they, for example, they'd always run um, tickets for sale at the gate. And I wanted to talk about let's move to a website and let's try to get tickets on buy, people buying tickets online. It's just so important as we're moving through this COVID era, but also trying to um, teach them that it's when you're running these events. And we had 350 people attend just our farm last year. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, so it was big. You know, how do we even understand the numbers that are coming to the farm? Because you want to make sure that the experience for the, the guests that the, that come for the volunteers that you have, for the sponsors that you have, for the gardeners who are opening up their gardens is like a pleasant one. So I remember coming onto that and there was a little bit of, oh, we're going corporate and what is a copywriter and why do we need a website? (laughs) Definitely some pushback. But uh, uh, over this past year, they, and we've now developed this um, beautiful website 
and great social media and a great flyer and it's all really well written and now they really appreciate it because they can see all this hard work that they have done over the last five years to build a community event can be encapsulated in such a, a magical way that just they just didn't have the skill set to do that. So it's been great, A, me coming in and being welcomed by them and them learning new things as well. Yeah, yeah. I just think anyone sitting in marketing and comms listening to this right now be like, oh my God, I know this. This sounds so familiar. Um, because you do, you want to improve processes and the way people do things and bring them onto digital. Um, yeah, there's a right way to do it. And obviously you've done it so well because I've seen the marketing assets for uh, Creative Harvest and it is sensational. Um, and that's coming from a place of being in that industry and appreciating what you're doing, Christy, but also um, as a publisher, you know, and, and having yeah. you give me all those assets. I mean, it's just it's just like a, a gift when someone gives you everything in this beautiful little Google Drive bundle. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I can do everything and anything with this. So um, it's it's brilliant. And, I mean, committees are hard, aren't they? Committees are hard and it's it's very difficult when you're working with people that don't understand the value of putting together marketing assets. Like, for example, copywriting is a great one where people don't understand the value of getting someone to look at your copy and professionally write it. Um, and it really is, uh, it really was a leap of faith for them to trust me. Um, and I did, I volunteered my time to, to do the job and I, it was one of the best jobs I've worked on. And that's part of what I'm trying to do with the community because I, one of the great things, as you would know, coming from when you have worked in corporate marketing, it can be a bit soul sucking <laughs> working oh, in absolutely. corporate marketing. <laughs> um, and to work on such a great community event, which I'm passionate about. I mean, on our own farm, we have a large um organic market garden we have a 60 tree orchard we grow uh, organic garlic 15,000 organic garlic what my husband and I have just hand harvested um, so all of those things I'm passionate about and I'm passionate about um, showing other people the skills that you can do that's the great thing about creative harvest because it's from there's 15 gardens that you can see across West Gippsland and it ranges from like someone's little backyard to a large farm like ours. And you can just come along and learn all the different ways you can grow some food sustainably. There's lots of ways that you can um, start producing food and understanding where your food comes from, supporting farmers and getting part of your community. I mean, once you enter into uh how to grow food, you can start meeting local beekeepers, you can start meeting local garden clubs, all of that that we have up here. It's just such a great way to connect. Yeah, and human connection. It's something we need and I'm hoping that COVID maybe made us realise that we actually do need that human connection because we've done so many Zooms. We've many, not been yeah. in the office <laughs> and I don't know, I think suddenly us introverts are probably craving you know, an actual human to see, talk to, connect with, you know, and um, I think this event will just be absolutely amazing. Yeah, amazing. And just when you were talking before, when Joe was talking before about Yarrigan as a community during COVID, when we didn't have our 2,000 weekly visitors coming through. Wow. Um, 
you know, you really had to turn to the other store owners and the locals that live in our area for connection. It was just so important. How was it during the last two years during COVID? And as you said, I mean, what was it, 2,000, over 2,000 visitors? Visitors, that's yeah. In, yeah. That's incredible. I mean, that town must feel so different without that foot traffic. Oh, definitely. It was like a ghost town. Yeah. <laughs> it was a yep. bit soul-destroying. But um, look, we're, we're in the office at the gallery at the moment and through the window we can see, you know, tourists just, you know, wandering around the gallery and you look out the door there and there's people drinking coffee on the median strip and in the on the lawn area and it's yeah, it's so lovely to see it bounce back to life. But um it was a pretty scary time, particularly um in twenty twenty when we didn't really have um hadn't got our head around how to operate in the COVID space. So um, it did really make us all um, reevaluate what we're doing, and um, you know, if you had the passion and drive, certainly knuckle down and and you know, put things in your business to make it work. Um, we developed a new website and um, new ways of um, reaching out to our customers. Um, yeah, and I front I came to the gallery every day and worked behind closed doors, but um, a lot of that time I was on the phone to artists, touching base. A lot of them were working in isolation and were feeling very unsure about their own futures. I had a lot of phone calls and emails from our supportive, loyal customers just wanting to check in and make sure we were okay. And as I said, there was also the locals that through the side door would just sort of pop their head in, say, hi, how are you doing? Um but at the same time, um, it's made us, um, uh, like Christy was saying before about digital marketing and technology, I, the gallery space here, the bricks and mortar, is my pride and joy. I love curating it and um, sourcing the artworks for the space. And I'd really only looked at a website and social media as just, you know, a really, you know, something in the background to do when I had a bit of spare time. Um now, since the doors have opened again, um, our business has just exploded and it's not just through the foot traffic. It's, you know, we've now got interstate customers and overseas customers and that's all been through the website. So COVID has actually helped us, our business, grow beyond what we could have done just the way we were operating before COVID. Oh, that's so good to hear, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. Um, and just the fact that yeah, you've been able to embrace digital as well. I think too that what happened is COVID really made people reevaluate where they buy their goods from. Mm. And that buying and supporting local and supporting especially even local local makers and artists and farmers became really important. So I know for myself, as Joe does, I sent my husband down here to buy my birthday present during COVID. Um, I bought a lot of uh, gifts for friends. Um, friends of mine bought gifts for me from here um, just to help keep that economy of local um, businesses being supported. Mm. Yeah. Um, I don't think any business owner ever begrudges a sale. Like every single sale is important. <laughs> every, it doesn't That's matter right. how yes. small it yeah. is. Um, as you said, it just keeps lighting you up, but it's the little thing. So what I've picked up from what you've just both said there is that, um, I mean, people do want to support local. Absolutely. 
But if they cannot visit your store, yes, you do need that Instagram. You do need that online store um, to set up so people, you know, across the country can find you. And then, of course, those personalized notes, I, they take nothing to add into an order, do they? And, you know, I know myself when I get one, well, I actually keep them because usually it'll have Kimberly written on it. It's just beautiful that someone's taken that extra time to actually look at who ordered that product. Um, and you know that it just hasn't That's been put right. together. I don't know, buy a... In Amazon. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And I have a bit of a win-win both ways because I'm not only making the customer happy, I can then ring up the artist and make them happy. Like, you know, it's at both sides of the story. It's very personal and, um, you know, it's it's a feel-good exchange all around. Absolutely. Now, I feel that both of you are going to be the best people to ask about this. If I was to come and spend a weekend or a week uh, in Gippsland, probably specifically your region, I think, in Yarragon. Um, Tell me, where do I need to stay, eat, drink, shop, 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 Um, (laughs) and then maybe (laughs) a bit of low-impact adventure exploring? Well, there's lots to do, that's for sure. I I mean, every time we have guests stay at the Ridge House, they're always um, lamenting that they didn't stay longer. we have our place, which is the Ridge House, which is a beautiful um, B&B set up in um, the hills and it's great for a couple but it also fits up to eight guests so it's also good for families or groups of friends coming together. We've also got some other local lovely B&Bs run in the area like Cloverly, the Clifton, Anderley and uh, we've just had some new owners, haven't we, Joe, that have taken over the Yarrigan Hotel in town. So that's a nice little if you need an overnight stay in town. But our town is a a long sort of strip um, with grass on one side and the the village on the other side. And from one end, you've got Gippsland Food and Wine and the bakery. And then the other end, you have our sustainable cafe called Fozzy Gobble. And in the middle, you have the quintessential pub, the Yarrigan Hotel. What do you what do you reckon about all the shops yes, in between? Yes, well, there's there's so many boutiques in town, um, and often the um, the problem is we get women in here who lament that their husbands are breathing down their necks as they're trying to browse and take their time with jewelry or trying on on dresses at the beautiful boutiques. So we have um, the Holden Museum in Trafalgar, so that will take up a couple of hours for the boys. We've got the um, Yarragon Ale House and they've just got some new owners there. So um, that will be another couple of hours mm. for him prompt up at the bar, <laughs> sampling all of their um, wonderful brews on tap. And um, then we have another um, new shop that's actually opened up, Him, He, Me. And um, Tanya has everything that any man would ever desire mm. from um, hip flasks to hunting knives to shirts <laughs> to... Um, yeah male cosmetics um she's yeah she's got it all there but um we have some really specialized um shops like Angela at Nickleby's um she runs an alpaca farm and she actually dyes the fleece of her alpacas spins it weaves it and creates all these wonderful one-off garments for any season so she's got hats and wraps and dresses and skirts and she also has um, a great mix of local produce. Um, we've got lots of lovely gift shops. Um, we've got lovely wardrobe in the lane, and I love shopping there because yeah. Lucy Dunn, who's the owner of that shop, 
she has just put together the most fabulous eclectic um, sort of gifts and jewelry and clothing but it's sort of she mixes it all in with like basic everydays so I love to go in there and say Lucy dress me and she does she they're my favorite shops to go same here (laughs) I'm the person that looks at the uh, mannequin and go I'll just have all that there's my outfit done yeah 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 so there's lots to do in town but then there's also lots to do not that far away so 20 minutes away you can get to Mount Worth State Park this is an amazing walking track um, environment. It's remnants of um, old, about 16 old sawmills sort of uh, hidden in there. It's the old sort of mountain ash and blue gums and blackwoods, and it's remnant of what Gippsland or this part of Gippsland would have looked like um, before settlement. So you really get to explore this old wood forest and there's easy walks to um and I think it's also got wheelchair access but there's easy walks to like a 300 year old tree which is worth seeing Mm. and but it's also got harder walks that you can take sort of like a 13k loop track you can picnic there I love it I love sending guests there too because it's also got toilets (laughs) that's always an important thing um but yeah that's a, a beautiful place to visit and uh, then we've also got a fabulous um, restaurant here called Hoggett Kitchen, which is the chef Trevor Perkins. It's based um, in a winery, just about just in Warrigal. So it's about twenty again another twenty minute drive from here. And he's a one hatted chef restaurant, and it's really that farm to table style of uh, food. In fact, Green Hills Farm we supply some of our food to there. So they've just recently we've got a twenty five minute strawberry patch. They've been using all our strawberries for their summer desserts, which has been lovely to see. So they've got a big blackboard of all the kind of local supplies that they support there. Um, and also located there is the Borbor Cellar. And that has all of our lovely local uh, winemakers, such as Bill Downey Wines, ARC Wines, NSA Wines. So you, you can go in and try all of those wines, which you can also um, have a bottle with you at Hoggett. And for people who love a bit of history, we have the Walhalla Historic Gold Mining Town. Um, And once again, that's probably about a 40-minute drive and it's the most quaint, picturesque little village. You can take a ride on the historic steam train or walk a guided tour through the um, gold mining tunnel. Um, Yeah, it's just so well-preserved and quaint, the little town. Um, There's also the historic rail trestle bridge at Nuji and while you're there you can go out to Taronga Falls which is the most beautiful waterfalls in natural rainforest so there's just so much to see and do and if you're into cycling that's just you know the area's made for it yeah we have a lot of cycling guests stay <laughs> oh, with us oh my gosh and as you said you are just talking about Yarragon and you know a couple of minutes out like Gippsland's massive like that's right my gosh um now you've both said that you know I can hear the cars in the background and you know there's people having you know their lattes out on the the nature strip and people in the shop like how are you feeling about 2022? I'm feeling positive I mean in terms of our bookings we're we're really solid um And I think people, again, really wanting to support local. I've really seen a bump up in that, wanting to support the region, 
you know, we weren't the only town that suffered during COVID. All small country towns suffered during COVID. Um, and it's just been an absolute delight to see um, guests embrace regional travel. Mm. And I was saying to Christy earlier today, this is usually my downtime. It's usually I've got all the artworks and pieces in and I can sort of just cruise a little bit and just serve the customers. But I've been on the phone and emailing, ordering more works. My artists will not have a break. <laughs> They've got to get back to the easels and the studios because I have got people coming in, buying and, and wanting more. So um, I think, yeah, we're, we're headed for a very busy oh, that's start That's so good anyway. to hear. It is. It's really good to here now to wrap us up can you both tell me about a friend of yours that we need to know about um i'm gonna give um a shout out to a new friend that i've made um her name's jessica greaves and she's just started a brand and communication design agency here uh in gippsland um yeah, and so I've just worked with her recently. We've we've developed an ad for Yarrigan. It's part of what we've been doing on the um, Yarrigan Business Association. And it's been a delight to find that people are starting to move um, into our region and offering these services. So not always having to use, um, you know, city-based designers to help us. It's we really want to connect with local people and build them up. So, hey, Jess, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a dear friend. She actually just lives around the corner from me. Her name is Helen Timbery and she's a printmaker and graphic designer and she now does a lot of work for the um, Borbore Shire. She does a lot of our logos. Um, we sell her cards and, and prints in the gallery here. Um, she often does exhibitions, solo exhibitions, and has her own website. Um, but Helen was also the creator of the Creative Harvest, Harvest. logo, mm. which is now proudly blazoned on, on tote bags <laughs> and flags all around the region. So, um, yeah, Helen's gorgeous, hardworking. Mm. She's part of the um, region's open studio campaign. Um, you'll often find her at the local um, artist markets and she runs workshops. So she's a, a real goer. Yeah, she's Amazing. Fabulous. I think you've name dropped so many people this episode. Well done. <laughs> it's good, it's good. So um, I know that everyone listening, I'll try and pop those in show notes too so it makes it easier for uh, everyone to find uh, these people on Insta or wherever they're living online. Uh, but, of course, the best thing that I suppose we can all do is uh, jump in the car and go for a, a day trip, a weekend or, you know, maybe an extended um, family break if you can squeeze it in. And if it's not over the summer, I mean, we have Easter and we have the whole of 2022 to catch up. Yeah. That's right, yeah. And even winter in here is so lovely because the, the hills are all green. There's snow. You can go snowshoeing. There's dog sledding. It's an hour away in Borbore. You can light the the fires and sit around and drink the local red wine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and it's only 90 minutes from Melbourne and I think that's what um, people, you know, forget. You know, 90 minutes in a car, that's an easy drive. And we have a, a, a terrific art offering here in Gippsland. So starting in Yarrigan, alongside our gallery, we also have the Borbore Arts Alliance operating out of the Station Gallery at the Yarrigan Station. 
Um, and then you got the line to the um, regional galleries at um, Morwell, the Latrobe Regional Gallery, and then Sale, the Gippsland Art mm. Gallery, which has just hosted the Archibald. Um, and look, there's so many other little galleries dotted all the way through. And then Bansdale, of course, has got the East Gippsland Gallery. So you just Google Gippsland Galleries and you'll have a trail that will keep you going for days. <laughs> yes, <laughs> beautiful. Now, Christy, um, I know we've spoken all year actually um, on and off about your region and needing to come and visit. So uh, let's hope uh, next year is the year that I can come for a little trip and, um, yeah, explore uh, the region and, and obviously experience uh, the Ridge House I suppose, in person rather than virtually um, would be absolutely amazing. We'd love to have you and you know that um, we always spoil you when you come to the Ridge House. So, you know, I'll be cooking you some meals from our garden. You know, that's always like a, a Oh, highlight. my gosh, I'm sold. I don't have to bring it. It's, it's so funny. I'd rather leave the family home sometimes on these like little trips. <laughs> good, good, good girls Oh, my weekend. gosh, absolutely. Um, it's been a long time coming. So I want to thank you both uh, for your time and um yeah, obviously speaking so highly about your communities, you're both to be applauded for what you're doing. Well done, both of you. Um, Joe, for opening up your side door. Uh, you know, Christy had told me earlier on about that and I know how much that meant to her as well as probably other business owners as well. So, you know, well done you. Aww. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Beautiful. Well, go and enjoy this absolutely stunning weather. Um, We are recording this before New Year's, in between Christmas and New Year's. Who knows what day of the week it is, but um, I don't think it really matters. You guys have got tourists. That's all that matters, isn't it? That's right. That's all that matters. It's full on. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Kim Lou. We we love Oak Magazine. We love what we what you do. It's, It's a pleasure to be part of this podcast, and we just like wish everyone a safe and adventurous Absolutely. 2022. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Kimberly. Bye. Bye. Now, before you take off with all that inspiration and knowledge, we'd love for you to leave a review on our podcast so that we can continue to amplify women's voices in the media. And if you have any questions, we'd like to celebrate a win. You can always connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Oak Magazine AU. I'm so glad we've met and that now you know a friend of mine.